You're listening to The Classic Podcast. Hi, guys. <laughs> this is your host, Nikki. For the very last time, we are on the eighth and final episode of Admitted on The Classic Podcast, where we have Townsend seniors read their personal essays and so for our finale we have a very special guest welcome antonella thank you nikki (laughs) my name is antonella abreu and yeah so i applied regular decision and i got accepted into barnard cornell macaulay and i don't know what i want to major in but I committed to Barnard, so yeah. Wow, we'd love to see it. City girl, city girl. (laughs) So you very excitingly chose prompt one, which I will read now. Mm. Some students have a background, identity, interest, or talent that is so meaningful, they believe their application would be incomplete without it. So if this sounds like you, please share your story. That does sound like me. Okay, my essay is called Culturally Cultivated. I was 15 when I became a mother. Though not in the traditional sense, I am a mother in all the ways that matter. Hades, a tropical ghost pepper plant that lives on the windowsill of my apartment, is a culmination of my eternal quest for spice. Most days, I don nylon gloves to protect my fingers as I gingerly tie and retie his long stems onto a wooden stick supporting his fragile figure. When store-bought hot sauce no longer produced the sting I sought, it came time to bring Hades into the world. My mature palate craved a new concoction, one that embodied Cholula's cream-like viscosity and Tabasco's underlying earthiness all in one. In an attempt to make homemade hot sauce, my recipe blends texture, color, and taste harmoniously. My masterpiece is derived from whisk spices, peppers from Hades, diced mangoes, and dashes of honey. Despite providing the secret ingredient to the perfect sauce, the ghost pepper plant was not an easy child to raise. I often found myself scolding him whenever a baby pepper would wither due to the lack of humidity. The one-sided dispute would end with me whispering to myself, Hades Pluton II, not again, as I sprinkled water in an attempt for resurrection. His seeds come from the duffs of India, a gift from my teacher, and are no match for my cool room. You get him a new outfit every week, Antonio, one of my many undocumented students I tutor for the U.S. naturalization exam, pointing at his new pot in attempt to conserve more heat. A good outfit boosts everyone's confidence, I'd say, adjusting the layers of black plastic over him to imitate the warmth of his native land amidst the frigid winters of New York. Hades loves to celebrate no matter the weather. The desks that were once crowded with handwritten flashcards are lined up with hot sauce filled mason jars, tied with red and white striped ribbons the week following their citizenship ceremonies. The night prior to our celebratory meeting, I hunched over my counter, funneling my homemade hot sauce and writing little notes to the newly minted Americans, reading for the hot dogs and the burgers. The sauce became a symbol of the beauty that stemmed from Hades' own naturalization process. Through adversity, his native seeds blossomed, seamlessly adjusting to the foreign climate and creating peppers that balance sweet and spicy. 
Though he grew accustomed to a new environment, Hades is empowered by a blend of several identities, one his preppers, peppers proudly boast. The black plastic surrounding his stem imitates the supports of his native land as it provides comfort and place of growth. The gardening accessories are no different from my home's brightly colored walls and vibrant furniture, imitating the warmth and domesticated ambiance of my homeland, the Dominican Republic. As I groggily wake up to my mother's bachata mixes every Saturday morning, a fixture of her weekly deep cleans, I feel connected to my cultural roots. However, as I step out of my apartment, I face a conflict of choosing which identity to present and embrace. I often find myself facilitating between spheres, coming home to recharge my Americanized persona from school to be met with my mother's ethnic cooking and strict Spanish. The daily adjustment is tiresome as a repression of identities in specific social spaces dawns on me. My pepper plant reminds me that there is no need to choose. I am not defined by the way others perceive me. More so, the power of definition lies in the ways I choose to blend the flavors of my identities. I am Dominican American. There is power behind such simple sentence. I wear the colors of both countries with pride, like my plant has taught me. A secret between you and I, that is a key ingredient to my hot sauce. Okay, Ms. Girl. Wow. So spicy. I love it. <laughs> now I want to try this hot sauce that you made. Um, how did you come up with the name of your plant? That's what I'm curious about. Why is it named Hades? Pluton the second. <laughs> hey, the Pluton the second was, you know, a little spice. I don't know. I've always been into Greek mythology throughout middle school. And I found that whole world so interesting. So I was like, it was either going to be Aphrodite or Hades. So I was like, let's let's keep it to Hades, ghost pepper. Yeah. Oh my god. I like the vibe. Same energy. <laughs> yeah. So going back to the essay, how did you come up with your topic idea? Did your Dominican roots pop up first in your mind when you were writing? Or was it, I want to talk about U.S. naturalization exam? Or were you like staring at your ghost peppers and that that was just it? Well, well, Nikki, great question. Yeah, yeah thank you. <laughs> I started like a week before like regular decision deadlines or like a week and a half. Are you serious? Yeah, I was, I was, yeah, in my head, I was like, okay, I'm going to pop out the draft and submit. But then it took like 15 drafts. But anyways. But a week? Your- that's like no time. Okay. I did what I could do. But yeah, back to- That's better uh, than what <laughs> I can do in like months. Okay, continue. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, so I looked back to like, the drafts from writing process that we created that Mr. Sweeney oh, yes. forced us to do. Freshman then, year. Yeah. <laughs> I had a, a piece about like my mom's accent because that was like a really crucial part of my life. And I realized that the common theme between a lot of these essays was me being Dominican and having to navigate that. So that kind of just stemmed from finding like commonality between all my drafts throughout my four years of high school. Wow. Now you know it was useful, freshman year <laughs> writing process. Mm. Yeah. But building off of that, why did you see ghost peppers as a representation of your dual identity as a Dominican-American? I mean, it never really clicked in my head like that. Like <laughs> when I was just writing all my extracurriculars and all my hobbies, I found like that everything started to link. 
so I knew that raising a ghost pepper, like the struggle that came with it, I never knew that it would connect some way to the struggle of me growing up with like immigrant parents, single mom, like things like that. So it ended up working pretty perfectly, but growing up, I never saw that link. Mm -hmm. All right, we're moving on again. (laughs) What was the greatest obstacle you had to overcome in writing this essay? Aside from the one and a half week time span (laughs) you had. My little deadline. Um, Yeah, you set for yourself. (laughs) It was so hard. I really overestimated myself. I was like, I'm such a good writer. I'll write one. But you are. Stop. (laughs) Oh, no. So then I... I'll tell you my like writing system. So it was like draft one, draft two, draft three, draft four, right? But then within those variations, it'd be 1.1, 1.2, 2.2. Oh, I did that too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so I guess it was like finding which version I wanted to stick with. I know if anyone else was to read the versions, they'd be like, it's the exact same thing. But like in my head, it was Mm -hmm. so different. And I don't know, I feel like every draft focused on something different and I didn't know what I wanted to focus on. So kind of finding one focus was really hard for me. What helps you overcome this great obstacle of finding your focus? Literally nothing. I feel like my essay <laughs> is still pretty unfocused. I think um, you need to get out of your head a little bit because, as I said, if anyone was to read the drafts, they'd be like, it's the same exact thing. So just pick one and, you know, fine tune it, stick with it and make sure you commit to it because that's the only way that you'll be able to produce something you're proud of. All right, Antonella, this is our last question. What advice do you have for students who are looking to write about their ethnic background? Well, Nikki, (laughs) 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 Um, I think, I don't know, I feel like a lot of students across the world are choosing to write about their ethnic background. And um, yeah, and Mm -hmm. one of, I was going to go down the like, really played out role not to say it's played out because it's a really big issue but just uh college admissions world like existing in white spaces and having your identity conflict with that and I was gonna write about like code switching but it didn't Uh, really feel like true to me like it seemed like I was writing what the admission officers wanted to hear that's just not the way to go so when you're writing about your ethnic background I think pick one tiny 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 thing about your ethnic background that's specific to not only the cultural group, but also to you and your interests, and then just find a link. It'll come naturally if you try to do that genuinely. Or if you're on a time crunch, you or know. Or if you have a week left, yeah. Yeah, then it'll come right away. <laughs> no, I have an additional question. Are you going to share this recipe with the world? Hell no. This got me into college. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I think, I don't know, I think in one of my first drafts, I was going to like start off with the recipe like one uh, the cookbook. but then I was like I am not that good of a writer so I couldn't do that but yeah okay it was amazing I see why it received high praise from elsewhere you know not to disclose but thank you Antonella for sharing your ghost peppers the secret is not between you and your admissions officer anymore. Oh, <laughs> it's with our good. audience now. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was sweet. Thank you. 
And for our audience, thank you for listening once again. This is our last episode of Admitted for the class of 2021. If you want to read some more essays, you can hit up your senior friends that are graduating now and see if they'll slide it over (laughs) to you. But if not, there's always YouTube. Yeah, but follow the classic everywhere. We are at THHS Classic. Antonella, you have anything to say about the classic and A&E? No. No? no? I'm just kidding. A&E is the best department. Make sure yes. you tune into A&E. We have new editors, William and Jess. Congrats to them. So, yeah. Yes. On our website, thhsclassic.com. Okay. Bye, guys, forever. Bye. You're listening to The Classic Podcast. Podcast.